Welcome back to Cast Me to Hell with me, Seb. And with me, Robbie. And here we are, following up from our spoiler-free reaction to Evil Dead Rise. We are here with our spoiler reaction. Make sure you are not in the wrong place if you do not want the film <laughs> spoiled for you. Because we're about to spoil the hell out of this. Yeah, we are going to get balls deep into this film. And uh, just in case you're wondering what that noise is, my cat Carrie has decided to play with her new toy Peter which is a bird and it makes tweeting noises so you might hear it you might not and Epo's got a bit of a poorly throat haven't you I have so if you're listening and going that doesn't sound like the normal sound that you're expecting to hear or if midway through the episode my voice just continues to change like we're bringing in a multiple of guest stars to star in this episode uh, no it's still just me I'm just slowly dying and you haven't been possessed by a dead eye no. <laughs> that, would, that would link much better with this episode yeah mummy's with the maggots now Epo's with the maggots so let's uh Let's get straight in. This is the uh, this is the spoiler filled episode. So if you haven't watched the film, um, this is just a, a little warning for you. We did do a spoiler free one, so go and check that out. Yes. Just well, no, I'd I'd hate for somebody to like listen naturally. You know, I I made this joke to you just before we recorded. We are like you two, where uh, all of our episodes are instantly downloaded onto every phone in the world. I mean, I'd hate somebody to accidentally stumble onto this episode without having watched the film. So this is for those who have seen Evil Dead Rice. Absolutely. It's... I guess it's not quite like uh, spoilers for Evil Dead Rise are quite as bad as the last spoiler reaction we want. We did a scream, which is a little bit more of like you 100% do not want anything yeah. spoiled. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Whereas uh, with this, I guess I guess there's a certain level of expectation of what you're going to get with this film, definitely. Yeah. Um, but how that proceeds, you do not want spoiled for you. Um, as we are a good few minutes in, um, so you've had enough time to escape if you've not already. No. Run, little piggy, run. Yeah. <laughs> and return once you've uh, peaked your eyes upon this, uh, I don't know, this vomit-inducing uh, film that is Evil Dead Rise. <laughs> yeah, so I'm going to go straight for the jugular and ask you a question. Um, because you mentioned that you didn't like the opening scene in our spoiler-filled one. So we might as well kick off with the opening scene um which this is so this is uh unlike the 2013 film which i feel is a remake um apparently fide alvarez said that it is a continuation um but it kind of you know it opens up cabin in the woods uh this plays this is obviously a completely different story to anything to do with ash or or the cabin and it's its own story but we do get a little bit of a, a kind of slightly detached opening yes so what you didn't you weren't a fan were you i i'm not a completely not a fan Regale there were me. parts that I, I i didn't mind um at first i thought when we were first seeing the the two characters that we get which is we, we follow it through in the forest and you've got a kind of the very evil dead shot and I was yeah, like okay cool yeah, that was cool 
Um, and then it turns out it's a yeah, it's a drone. That was not, that was quite smart. I like that. Um, yeah, and then we get introduced to a kind of douchey seeming guy, and then a girl who's kind of reading a book. And the way that they're sat and their dialogue and stuff did kind of remind me of a very original Evil Deady kind of. I don't know if there was something there um, for, about the the dialogue and things. It, it's more. It's more what this sets up. So, um, you know, we get a whole... Uh, the friend goes back to the house to see the, the other guy. Who, it's his, it's meant to be his girlfriend or his latest yeah. boyfriend. Um, and, she, and she's kind of passed out on the bed. And uh, she's trying to get her to, like... Not get her to get up, but she's talking to Just her. Just asleep um, Because her boyfriend doesn't seem that bothered about the fact that she was apparently vomiting or just all over herself. He's just acting like as if she got drunk before she showed up or something yeah. like that. Um, now, I, I love this scene. I, I really liked. Um, as she starts uh, reading, just sat there waiting for a friend to get better and her friend's making little noises occasionally like she's dreaming or something or having a yeah. nightmare or something. Um, and she's reading Wuthering Heights, the friend who sat in the chair. And I really liked, as she started reading and scanning, we get a scan of the page of the book and then we start hearing the friend uh, making uh, making some noise and you hear she's starting to whisper the words that are on the page yeah I really liked that part and you, you played a, uh, in, the, in the last episode in the, in the uh, reaction episode we you mentioned about how it kind of goes to that extra level with this because uh, when the friend gets up after she's done a really creepy reading of Wuthering Heights one yeah. part of the page um when the friend, when she goes over to look at her, she, she kind of comically kind of just drops off the bed. Yeah. Um, she grabs her kind of side ponytail. Yeah. Um, and that's the point when you think that she's probably, I was thinking she's more going to just yank it down and just rip out a chunk of her hair. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Um, and instead she kind of yanks it up and she rips off Scalps her scalp. Her. Oh. Um, you know, which... The thing was, that set, that kind of gave me suddenly like a, oh shit, okay, I wasn't expecting that. So that is a, that's kind yeah. of risen my expectations because that was a cool thing. The part that disappointed me is what follows this, is once they actually go out to the, the deck and she has the whole drone and she puts it against her face, but you don't really get to properly see it. And she drops in the water and the boyfriend goes in the water and it just turns into a red puddle very quickly. I like that. I'll be honest. I it, like that. And then she rises out of the water and it's evil dead rise. And one part of me was like, okay, I'm going to this. I hope this has a payoff, this opening scene, because yeah. otherwise this, it, it just feels like a reason that you set up a reason to have a girl rising, a deadite rising, just to go evil dead rise. <laughs> I, it, it I just, agree. It just felt like it, it. It felt like I was like, oh, I'm invested in this opening scene, and then it felt like this after the scalping, it kind of flopped <laughs> for me. It kind of went like up, and then I was like, nah, okay, yeah, okay, there she is. You know, his head's on the side. She's rising in the air. It was like, okay, I I hope there's more of a, and you know. I don't necessarily think we need to so much come back. I think we, you know we can jump, but yeah, you said you can. enjoyed. <laughs> yeah, I, well, I enjoyed it. I think my main the main thing I did was they teased you know the drone going into the face and saying it would absolutely mangle it. Yeah, but it didn't actually it didn't really mangle it too much. It was just kind of cut her face up. Um, but I I liked it as a setting the tone of 
how violent it was going to be. And it, yeah. was, it was a creepy bit where she was kind of reading along. Um, that, that, that's what I mean. I, I think that bit, that, that bit was great. It's just it kind of rose my expectations slightly. And, and the cleverness of that scene, but also there was a kind of a dark humour to yeah. that whole scene. The way her hair gets ripped off is not a natural kind of rip No. It was a thing. And uh, this is my problem, is that that opening scene almost gave me an expectation for the film. And the opening scene, I don't almost think matches the tone of what we get following it. I, I wished it was almost more of that kind of, I want more of the over-the-top scalp rip. I want more of the, I'm not saying we don't have over-the-top scenes, but I don't know. There was something that felt very kind of like, um, almost a bit like cartoonish at times, a bit like what I was expecting to, yeah. what I kind of wanted. And that, that scene there gave me both the mix between the creepy kind of reading, like you got an e- original Evil Dead mixed with the kind of over-the-top gore um, and that kind of thing. It, it just felt very like, oh, yes. Um, so it's also about the fact that it kind of it rose my expectations for the film, yeah. which then parts of it didn't because we got that and then, it, and then it's quite a while before we get anything else in that first act. Yeah, I agree. Um, I, I do like the... I do like the first act. Um, we're introduced to to Beth, um, who's <coughs> who's a decent enough character. We find out she's she is with child. She's got a baby, as they say in the West Country. Um, and we find out, you know, she's like a guitar tech or something like that. It's all very well, like, she, yeah, okay. she's 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 with to be baby. Yeah, she's not, she's not to got be, baby. She's yeah. not got baby. She's to <laughs> with baby. She's with to give birth to Bobby. Yeah. Um, she's doing a pregnancy test. And it like the opening of I think the opening of the film is very grotty, I think, you know, when they're in that back room and there's all that yeah. kind of artwork that's got like vomit coming out of people's eyes and stuff like that. I was quite I was I was quite into it and then we go and we move over to the to the high rise apartment where it's like a yeah. condemned building. And we were introduced to the main cast of... Um, I'm trying to remember their names. So we, we've got the mum. Uh, we've got Bridget. We've got Dan. We've got Carrie, maybe? I, I can't remember. The little, girl, <laughs> the little girl's name. Same name as the cat. Um, and I, I think, the, for me, the first act is kind of... It's well set up. I think there's a couple of little nods to the, the franchise as a whole. We have Henrietta's Pizza, obviously. Um and there's a there's a couple of stuff like you see the uh the wood chipper down there and you're yeah. like oh I know that's coming in um so you you know it, I think it sets you it up you. well I mean I I I gotta be honest the grungy bit in the club to start with followed by the way the kids kind of are that gave me some kind of worrying flags to start with uh, what do you mean. Because it, you know, it, it felt like we were about to get someone who's like, well, we're going to make a really gory film, so all the characters have to be really kind of oddly quirky. Yeah. And have to be like... oddly like, you know, kind of, you know, a certain like hipster style. Or yeah, they've, gonna go they've for. kind of got to be like, you know, she in the club was kind of like that, you know, you're kind of getting that like, oh, so it has to be punk rock just because it's like, it has to be gore. They have to be that kind of family. And it has to be like, you know, and and the worry for me is is less so that like painting and giving those kind of people vision of film. It's actually more the idea that people start to put upon the idea that just because you're a little bit more emo or yeah. rocky, you know what I mean, <laughs> yeah. or just because you are a little bit slightly slightly di- different, um, 
I even wondered with Dad at times. I, I like I wasn't sure. I, I wasn't sure if there was a, a transgender part to that. To nah, be honest, I, I was looking. Was. I wasn't sure if it was a boy or a transgender kind of finger. No, I think we're just. I think, we're just getting old, man. Yeah, this is just how you. But that's what I mean. Look, but no, but my 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 worry was more that a lot of ones will paint that, but then paint it as a reason why it's okay for them to die. Is what Maybe. I mean. Uh, not the transgender part. I mean the 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 kind of they're, like they're grungy, grungy they're rocker, they're alternative. So they're not your standard family, so therefore it's okay uh, if these oh, people yeah. die. Yeah, it, I know. It was more my kind of like I kind of hate like the in it's it's quite common in in horror. It's a real if you're slightly different than anyone else, you basically it's it's all right if you die because you were different than us. So fuck you. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, and I was worried straight away. Is this oh, so we're gonna get? It's all right to make her of it, and it's all right to make the mum who's covered in tattoos and you know and, and dyes her hair and stuff like. For her, because of course we're not going to feel as much for that character because no. she's a she's, she's a woman with tattoos. Yeah, so yeah, that's <laughs> it. I'm that. I, I wasn't liking it yeah. because it's introducing no, no, not because they're introducing those kind of characters. I am wary, obviously, nowadays of introducing way too Gen Z kind of you know OTT with it, kind of yeah. like ah oh, no, they've got to be cool, they've got to be alternative, you know, they've got to have a strike. No, um, no, this was more my worry that I was like. Oh, are we going to get it? You know, you've set this up just because basically it's an evil way to say, I can do horrible things to these people because these people are, you know, not horrible people, but look at them. They're not normal. <laughs> yeah, you're not going to feel as as sorry for them. And, you know, straight away, like, and but it's also in a lot of films now, they'll use, like, social issues as a way to say that that's a person's got character. Like, yeah. so the daughter comes straight in saying she's going to be at protest and stuff. And you know how many films you sit through now. It's like, Right, yeah, but what else is there to your character? Yeah, you're a protester. Okay, you you fight for feminism, like because she's got feminism. Yeah, okay, but yeah, that's not that. That's something you believe in. That's not a character. <laughs> yeah, no, I I that was my. I was worried. That's what. Luckily, she didn't turn into like that. Wasn't what we got some constant spiel about this and that. Yeah, and that. I was worried that that was basically going to be. The whole first act was going to be her, like her daughter talking about certain things, and her son being this like alternative kid. And yeah, luckily that after those first couple of beats, that's not they're just normal kids. Yeah, which is good because I ha- I always hate it when they make that a trait, a personality. Yeah, I kind of I know <laughs> what you mean. If it, it, it just it feels like they're just like hey. This is what kids are like these days. Well, it it happens all the time. There's so many modern, like, especially if you look at modern teen TV shows. I'll tell you what. All the fucking time. a perfect example of it is, was the latest Resident Evil series. Oh. Where it was about, like, two twin sisters. And they're like, why don't we name one Billy and have her dressed just like Billie Eilish? (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) yeah. It's kind of like... It, yeah, maybe it's because yeah. no, it just is. It's like it's it's a mix between like pop culture and the fact that it has it has to be, you know. Uh, and I don't, I don't, I don't think it's just just an age thing because I know plenty of people who find it, and plenty of people who are younger than us who've been like, do we, you know, do we have to talk? Do we have to go into that area? We've even got like. Um, Although Charlotte still loves it, you know, because every IP has to be mined now. To link to the fact that this itself was HBO Max, yeah. its streaming service, this was originally designed to be a film that was going directly to streaming. So it, okay. was, it was made for HBO Max. 
because they were making loads of films, you know, they were also making, you know, like DC films that were going to go directly there. Yeah. Um, and then they got bought out by Discovery, like the people who own Discovery Channel bought out Warner Brothers and therefore are now Warner Brothers Discovery. Okay. Um, that whole, like, history of how, and then they said, like, no, we're not making films, we're not making $15 million plus films to go directly onto streaming. That's, that's fucking stupid. Yeah. How the hell are we going to make much money out of that? It goes to cinema, then it comes to streaming, and yeah. people will watch it both ways. Um, and yeah, that's how that came about. But um, an Evil Dead is just one another one of those like, well, what do we own? Okay, we own Evil Dead, so we should just make something with that, right? Yeah, and we've got a mining thing going on right now where every studio is basically mining, even ones that have had like projects that have failed, like a yeah. box office recently. They'll still go. Yeah, fuck it, give it. You know, let's let's see what it does on streaming. And you've got um, Greece. They've done the Grease TV series. Now. Oh wow! Um, <laughs> oh yeah, so on Parrot, which, Pink Ladies, which yeah. is yeah, the Rise of the Pink Ladies. But yeah. <laughs> it's like a DC. Yeah. It's like the MCU right, yeah. of the Pink of the um, Grease universe. And the, the, the show's all right, and uh, my partner Charlotte's fucking Grease mad, so she still enjoys it. I love um, Grease as well. You know, like Grease fucks. You know, it, it, but it's also it's also I know a lot of people are like all mixed that are kind of like. I, I, I like the music and the thing like that, but why do we have to force into something that's meant to be the fifties, why do we suddenly have to force cert, like certain social and thingy issues into it to be like you have to be this and it has to be these people and, and you're kinda of sat there going, I'm really sorry, but in the fifties high school, like you you wouldn't be there. <laughs> yeah, it feels about out of place. <laughs> you know, it? certain people and things like that and and that's just the kind of where we kind of get to and like have gone off on a tangent here yeah. because we're, this is nothing to do because it doesn't really happen it does <laughs> actually make sense though because you were saying about it originally potentially going to streaming mm-hmm. and this more this more struck me as we got to maybe the second act is most of the Evil Dead films one definitely two slightly more so three not at all Evil Dead 2013 definitely they're a lot more intimate films so it's yeah they don't generally tend to have massive changes of sets or massive casts and this film was definitely one of them um so we get the main family and then we are introduced and obviously Beth then we're introduced to two kids a slightly older dude who I wasn't sure whether it was the older I brother. Was, I think it is their older brother. Yeah, I think he was. Yeah. And then a dude who just smokes darts all the time, you know, smokes cigarettes. And that's that was kind of... With his cat in the ceiling. With his cat in the ceiling. And that was the main... That was the cast, you know. That's wasn't a all we really see, film. yeah. So knowing that kind of does make sense. Um, and, the, yeah, and it's a fairly uh, lower, you know... It's, it's not anyone that you'd really recognise. I've never seen... I don't think I've seen his actors in almost anything else to be honest I think I've seen the mum in something else and I feel like I've seen Beth definitely seen Beth in something I'm going to have a look Um, but it was I think it still was a. I think it was like 15 million which again isn't that's not that that's not low for necessarily for an Evil Dead film no Um, it does have a few like special effectsy parts and a few like kind of changes but yeah, you you it's not like a big big budget. You can tell that this has been kind of withheld a bit, you know. Yeah. Um, um and at, I, at times and you know it kind of sometimes can feel a bit more smaller and intimate. Um yeah, look at um, the actress. Yeah. Um Alyssa Sutherland who played uh, Ellie was obviously she was in Vikings which is where I think I've seen her Devil Wears Prada Blood Vessel which I've seen her in. 
Um, I'm sure there's something else. Uh, she was in a film with your favourite actor, Richard Gere. Um, so I just, yeah, I think, um, I think casting wise, I think they were mostly good. I said this in our, our spoiler-free one, uh, but I think the first act definitely built up a storyline which dipped in and out, but I don't think was overly played with too much. They they had the the kind of the family relationship and I don't think apart from a couple of places I mean I'm jumping around here but obviously where um, where the mum Ellie is outside of the flat and she's trying to lure the kid in the, the, the very obvious where they we've got that creature which is the mum and the three kids all kind of bonded together yeah but it didn't feel like it was as much of a story point. I mean, if you look in Evil Dead 2013, it seemed to be very much like Mia gets possessed and then David is trying to find out how he can save his sister. How can he bring her back? Yeah. And then he's like, oh shit, I have to destroy her. And he kind of has to deal with that. And it's like he goes to the extent of trying to do it. And that is this in this new version of Evil Dead, which is a lot more serious in tone. Yeah. Whereas in this one, for me at least, it kind of felt like mum got possessed, second daughter got possessed, and then they were like, how do we stop this? As opposed to how do we get these people back like you know yeah that element and then i also feel like this film doesn't have apart from that one eyeball scene which we'll touch on it doesn't have the the comedy it doesn't have the slapstick and it doesn't have a charismatic and campy character of ash williams in it for me to disregard that characterization you know yeah. that they've tried to build so i kind of felt like it was going down a more serious tone but then it kind of it didn't lean into it too much and play with the family dynamic as much as i think it could have yeah and I, then it just kind of got very much like yeah I, I i i i said the same so so talking about like these like main characters i definitely felt um, I definitely felt like going through the film that th- this is why I didn't quite feel like it it, it. it didn't pay off. I don't think. Yeah. Uh, you know, we were talking about the the remake and this one, and and the only thing is, like like you said though, at least the themes that they pushed for the social issues that they pushed in the twenty thirteen one, at least it felt like they tried hard to make sure it get, went through the whole film. From yeah. the aspects to it, to the brother trying to save her, to even the rebirth and re- being, re- you know, reborn and the sacrifices yeah. everyone else had to make for it, um, and this whole like kind of mother angle that we have here and the bonds between like the sisters and the mother, they're all things that are set up, yeah, but don't feel like they ever really truly pay off because of what happens to the kids and things like that. It kind of feels like, um, you know, it is. Beth um, yeah it feels like Beth for instance you know this is why like say in the trailers it felt like it was sold as the idea that basically and when you add the the fact that she's pregnant into it yeah it felt like her main her main job here was to basically prove to herself that she could be the protector be the mother yeah that she could save them um 
And the seconds that the kids start in becoming them, that started to seem like it was gone. By the end, apart from trying to protect the little one, but I've got to be honest, by that point, when you've lost two out of the three, you start to feel like you've kind of failed. <laughs> and that maybe you're not, you know, and it's not saying that maybe you, you shouldn't be the mother, but it feels like, I don't know, it, it starts to make me question, what is it? what was the point that you were trying to make with these characters at the beginning? You know, what were you trying to set up with the with the mother and you know yeah. this whole bond and, and the fact that their family is kind of breaking down they're, they're losing their home soon the, the dad is gone wherever the hell he's gone often. yeah um, and then you've got Bethin who's kind of come to her sister hope almost hoping that she's going to teach her what to do next and yeah. that was the one I kind of took more of is the idea that um, this is like this is ending this this phase of their life and now a new one's going to happen so if mum goes you know it, it, it feels it feels almost um, a little bit mean spirited i got to yeah. be honest towards the mum it does feel kind of a bit harsh in a way like what you know and that's the way it's going to be with these films but um, Beth's journey doesn't seem that clear to me to be honest as a character arc it doesn't seem like it gets to the point when it's like I don't quite feel like that's played all the way through. At least, at least, um, at least in twenty thirteen, I could see where it was going. It might not go the way that I think it should have gone naturally, or like we said last time, I, I don't think that many people deserve to die for one person to get over heroin. <laughs> uh, yeah, <laughs> but um, you know, but these things happen. What you know, it, it's definitely not the way that I would have let it play out. But that's the way it played out. But at least it's still thematically played out and. And to be fair, with a heroin addict, they're always the they're always the, the main person. They should always be in their minds. They're always the final girl. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know I mean, they, they always want to be that person. So I guess that that one comes out and tops fine. But here, I I can't say that Beth's journey of being like that towards motherhood or the pregnancy, apart from quite often the whole pregnancy thing to me, quite often just felt like it was played that we were constantly a bit more on edge for this character because we know that. At any point, you're almost expecting them to try and rip out a uterus, which at one scene they do, which you went to the toilet during. Yeah, okay, yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately, I the the old I can can never somebody like I'm fine when I'm at home, but whenever I'm in the cinema, I just have to go for a wee, and it's always during a, a critical moment. I had the 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 curse of Spider Man, where um, I would always go out just before uh, kind of Spider Man fought the bad guy. And then I would come in, and it would be over. <laughs> so, or so I was, I was like, "What? What do you mean? Like the curse of what Spider-Man? Which yeah, all of the Tobey Maguire ones?" <laughs> oh. So the first time I went to the cinema, I missed them. I once went, and he was about to fight Doc Ock, and then I came out, and Doc Ock was drowning, and I was like, "What? what? I'm not sure how I went for that long. I only went for a week." I thought you were about like a No Way Home, like you no, left, no, you left just before like. Andrew Garfield or Tony 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 McGuire like appear like you missed that part. No, no, I <laughs> yeah, it was just something. So I missed that. Um, <laughs> but going back to the film, the one thing that I did really like was after we get the earthquake, um, and I'm a big fan of. They did this in 2013 as well. Is it's almost like nature wants them there. So when they um, in 2013 when Mia starts you know getting possessed and they try and drive away we have the the river which is flooded and it's like a ridiculous level they can't cross in this film we get the earthquake and then it you know it makes the lift unstable and they get told off for going in there 
and then the stairs are completely destroyed so they can't go that way and i love that it revealed underneath there you know that there's this bank vault and then when when danny goes down he finds the you know he finds the 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 book of the dead you know i like that as i said in the spoiler free one it says that this is one of three so it does kind of link in and it's not the exact book that was in the original films and then i like how he's looking into it and it's as you as you touched on instead of you know reading it out loud he does that thing with you know with the decks where he finds the vinyl yeah he finds the vinyl and then he plays it and then he tries to stop and it takes over and that whole scene was super cool yeah yeah no yeah i love that part i love linking back uh almost making it sound a bit like the original kind of voice yeah. that came out in the original film um that that was a, that was a high for me like th- th- this is definitely the thing um the set the setting the 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 setting they're in they mentioned about the bank vault before that used to be on an old bank vault yeah there, you know um that was what stood before the high rise was built um you know, so they have this whole setup for the building, and I, I think that the the setting the setting is great. Um, there are loads of little things that are set up throughout, like the cat in the ceiling. Yeah, you know, so it does you, set up. You know, stuff. so you're going to be like, oh, okay, when's that going to come in? Um, even looking through the keyhole earlier in the yeah. film to be like in a certain way that's like okay. Um, and to give you those kind of odd like wide shots in that weird way to give you a different way to see it is again yeah. a lot of the the shots and the angles like low to the ground and following through and they're all very a lot there's a lot of evil dead original kind of uh, like kind of shots that I'm like oh yeah I can yeah, see yeah they where play with, it with well. that um, it's still it's still a bit more dark and dingy than I'd say like uh, at times a little bit less colorful. Yeah, original, but not as much as the remake was dark and dingy. It's no. not that level of dark. Yeah, no. This one's still got some more color to it, a bit more like human colors, whereas that was very muted tones. That was very. Yeah, I mean they kill the power, so there's it's all you know. There's a lot of candlelight, and the hallway does look really creepy. The hallway does look really yeah. cool. Um, then the the mum getting possessed, and that whole scene where you know. She cooks those eggs and then kind of vomits that fucking milk. I just call it milk everywhere. Yeah, and it's... well, she gets you get the the lift scene, don't you? The yeah. elevator scene first, where she she gets like strangled by the cords coming down. You know, yeah, you know, a bit reminiscent of the the trees kind of wrapping around, but yeah, doesn't it doesn't go to that level that level with it. It just no. wraps around and then it starts to like break her bones and stuff like that. Is yeah, watching there. Um, which you know, again, like I, you do feel for. I felt for that character. Yeah. Um, because it just felt so like sudden and like as always, wrong place, wrong time. Kind yeah. Of, um, that she just happened to be going down to do the laundry that her daughter had asked her to do earlier and things like that. You know, um, all these little things that had been asked to do. Um, so yeah, those set up parts. Even the way that they showed the building, as in like how because it had been condemned, yeah, you know, so they set up the fact that the fire exit had been destroyed, so the stairs had literally been destroyed during the earthquake, um, which wasn't actually clear that it happened when the earthquake happened originally. But by the time they were doing it, suddenly the stairs is broken. Which, yeah, again, just very like 
yeah, they've done so to destroy that, just like in the bridge in the original film. Like I said, yeah. Um, or talking about that you shouldn't use the elevator, and that one's set up for out for a cool set piece later on. Yeah. You know, after an earthquake, you should never use the elevator. And what ha- just happened to the mum, we should never use the elevator. And then at the end, it's like, yeah, we have to use the elevator. Yeah, we have to. Because yeah. we can't get through this goddamn door for some reason. Yeah. Um, yeah. So all of the kind of set up for those ideas are really good. Um, and, 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 you know, and then we have a few people which, again, it, it rose my expectations a little bit when I was like, okay, in the trailer I didn't really see any reference to any other people except for no, his family. Me. So it rose my expectations a bit. I was like, okay, good, there are other people to get joined in with this because if it's just the family, and I'll, I'll admit, I wasn't fully sure that they were going to actually go for the family properly and Same. that they were going to get possessed. So I was thinking, well, who's, is it just going to be mummy chasing them around in the apartment? Because that's going to get old fast. That's what, That was my worry going into it. Um, I, I thought, okay, I know they've introduced these characters, but I thought, is it just going to be mum who's possessed for a long period? Um, I'm not sure why I had that impression. I just, I well, just the, did. The trailer so. just don't. The trailer, to be fair, did make it just seem like mummy, mummy. And you were thinking, well, I guess if you set it up beforehand, mum chasing around, that is kind of what it sells. That it's just basically them fighting mum the whole film is what the trailer kind of sold. Yeah. Um, and the so it's the mum is super to... creepy. Um, you know the the scene where she first kind of gets gets taken over and she and they think that she's dead and then they put her in the bed where she's like don't let him take my babies and then obviously yeah. the bit in the bathtub is really cool yeah yeah um, the water starts bubbling as she's yeah. screeching above and the more she screeches the more the water bubbles and then she falls into it yeah um, and then mummies with the maggots which is you know such a such a cool uh such a it's definitely an iconic line yeah. that will go down in the history of the franchise. Yeah, and um, the um, the 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 scene when she attacks her daughter with the um, the, the the tattoo. Yeah, the, the tattoo gun. As I it's getting cl- it, like she slices across her face, and you see the ink like kind of piercing yeah. into her. So that ink is used kind of later as a little bit of a something's been placed inside you yeah I was thinking are they got to go for the, the eye, eye. Oh, I was she nearly thinking. did but then it she cuts across to the face instead um, yeah lots of those cool uh, when she's first coming out and she has the, the mirror glass and you're wondering what she's going to do I mean that one the remake almost makes you think more about it thinking okay what's she going to do with this broken piece of mirror? yeah you know um, very happy to have the character basically just stick stuff into herself she she sticks and stabs herself while also stabbing them yeah um, and then we get the eeny meeny miny mo which I thought was really good you yeah. know where the other characters have have kind of creep have kind of gone to see what the commotion is in the apartment they know that Ellie is supposedly dead and they're like oh, shit we need yeah. to go and then they hear the commotion um, it, is, it is only one bad fit with the trailer to be honest because yeah. it focuses so much on the mum I will be honest though I do believe that in the trailer I, most of the best parts of the mum were given were away. in the trailer yeah unfortunately but um, I get that's you the know, problem with trailers isn't, that's why yeah. I try not to watch them because yeah. they give away so much all of the, the like the classic lines when she attacks her with the tattoo fit like you don't get to see the end of it no but the setup is all there, and sometimes the setup is the bit you want to be a bit left. Yeah, you know, sometimes you want to be more left about how, like, what's yes, we don't know how they got into that situation, 
Uh, but again, it's not really that big in this kind of situation. It's not really that hard to be like, okay, she's obviously just somehow managed to hold her down. It's not, it's yeah. not rocket science here. Um, yeah, so those kind of scenes, um, definitely with the mum kind of build up. Mum gets some, um, like I mentioned before about the cat, there's a scene um, when um, when Beth is, is listening in the headphones to the, uh, the Book of the the dead the, the vinyl yeah. to, to hear if there's a way to stop it and she slowly starts to realise that basically the guy describing is saying no that basically there's nothing we can do even yeah. when they're in pieces they're still going to try to get you um, yeah that he, was fucking creepy as hell and then she comes down from the ceiling and the only reason Beth sees her is because she sees a reflection suddenly stood behind her as the recording's telling her to run 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 and yeah no, he was out. That's you when were I, out went. I went for a wee. There. You didn't see that point, but yeah, no. he basically screams, "Run!" And then, uh, and then she puts her. But I'm describing this to Rob because he didn't actually get to see this. <laughs> no, I went for a wee. Mate. Then she goes to attack her, um, and she puts a nail onto the vinyl, and the I the saw, I, I saw that. I was standing. I was like, I I know this is going to be a crucial scene, um, so I want to watch it. So I stood kind of like in the in the alley bit going in watching it and then I was like no but I burst in front of me so I had to duck out yeah. once she started doing it um, I think that was the I think that might have been during the scene where the daughter comes back so Bridget yeah. obviously gets the tattoo gun to the face um, and at first I was thinking is are they going to try and do this thing where the mum's the deadite and they've got to try and build the rest of the family as the survivors but then once she started you know getting taken over and she you know she spewed up those bugs which was absolutely bogging <laughs> and then you know her whole transformation scene where she was kind of like crouched on the um on the kitchen counter eating the glass and she said you know i hate having the f- i hate I have bugs <coughs> in my tummy I need to kill or something like that and then she swallowed the glass and we saw it go in her throat oh it sticks through her throat sticks through her throat, through yeah, her that, throat. Was... that was absolutely gross and that whole scene where, you know where, well that's, that's followed by the cheese grater that's the cheese grater to the leg yeah the cheese grater to the leg was cool and like I said the the thing that I, I like about Evil Dead films um, this is across the genre is they have I said this in the spoiler free one so if you listen you'll know what I'm going to say but it's it's the theatrics of wrestling it's like setting up the spot so somebody yeah. gets because in wrestling not only do you have obviously the the cameras watching it but you might have like ten thousand people in a, in a theater you know and you have to emphasize everything so you have to hold the chair up as high as you can and make it so everyone can see and they do that you know we see her like turning we see her holding the glass she says the line like it's in my tummy so we know she's got to swallow then she slowly swallows she picks up the cheese grater and she doesn't go straight for the leg like she picks up the cheese grater then there's a shot of her holding it up (laughs) and then she puts it onto the leg you know and it's all very like theatrical in the way in which we (coughs) see a lot of this of the gore the gore scenes a lot of them aren't like we said a lot of them aren't very quick the slow the prolonged and I like that. It's very wince-inducing, you know. Yeah, well, when she, there, there is a lot like um, with uh, Bridget's and stuff like that. Like when she goes against um, her brother Danny. Yeah. 
And she goes with the knife. That was a good scene. It goes through his arm, but there's that slow build with the knife coming down. Yeah. Um, that coming into there, and then he also takes a second blow, which is kind of the one that ends up being the death blow for him in the end. Yeah. Um, again, because I think you might have been out just around that. It was, it was around, around that, that scene. Yeah, yeah. Uh, when that all happens, so when she comes back and kind of like, kind of looks like a tent that's flying around. Yeah, <laughs> I I loved that that whole bit where she was kind of like shaking on the bed, and then the they think Mum's in the vents. There's there, there's a little bit of I don't want to say like alien in this film, but there's a tiny little bit. I mean, you've got like an Ellen and Newt relationship with Beth and Carrie. I think I think that's the name. And then you've got the the vents, and I don't want to be like, oh, it's it's alien influence just because it uses a vent, but it's kind of that. I mean, I've already said that you know. there's quite a few little ones that I, you know, that I was like, yeah. I've, I've I've seen this before. But, I've seen this. Yeah, but I loved that. You know, the 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 uh, the addition to it that I liked was that um, not only are are they drawn to the vent but we see behind them under the sheet you see Bridget you know yeah. and that whole bit was super creepy I yeah. love the bits that I love about this film and I did really like is when it gets to the set pieces as particularly in the first maybe the first like act up until the, towards the third end it's very creepy my yeah. main thing is like you have I can I get a bit desensitized to it. And I get a bit numb to it. So by the yeah. time it got it got to the end, I kind of by like, the time I'm Bridget was it. really getting into it, um, I, I I was already kind of around that kind of stage. So when she was basically in her tent form, yeah, after the kind of after the cheese grater, after the the night, I was I was getting a little bit around then, and then anything that followed that on. Um, was then kind of starting to get a little bit there for me, yeah. So, like, it was... It was... I do think it's partly because, although I've said the actors are doing a great job, I, I'm i not... I wasn't pulled... It, the, there was certainly... It almost seemed a bit simple at times for me, a bit too, like, is this is this all we're getting now? Yeah. Is this all we're doing? Um, and I know that that's what a lot of people have come here to see, so I, I get that, that that's probably like, oh, well... You know, you're watching the Evil Dead film. You should be ready for that. Uh, yeah, I just, I just guess I want some like, um, in the in the original Evil Dead, for instance. You know, even though they have these set pieces of fucked up stuff happening, there's actually quite a few breaks. Yeah. In even in the original, where it kind of has moments where they react to certain things, or where um, you know where um, Ash has to to bury Linda. And yeah. stuff like that. It has these little moments, and, and I'm not saying that they're not necessarily here. I just, I just I, as I said, I think because I felt that a lot of the characters' arc had kind of died out by this point. Yeah. And basically, they were just there to just be cannon fodder. Once the kids started going, it started to feel a little bit like, okay, so we're not here to save the kids anymore. Yeah. And 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 it and that's what it kind of started to feel in my head. I was like, okay, so you've di- you have diverted my expectations with the you know I wasn't necessarily sure if the kids were going to go. So yeah. you know, fair play, uh, you've done that part. Um, I guess the problem is though, once that started to happen, it it started to feel a little bit like, you know, when a film starts to set things up because they're like, oh, you won't be expecting that to happen. Um, when it starts to be a little bit like 
Did you set it up to be a family just because you knew it would shock us? Purely because it's the family that are going down. Yeah. Because you knew it was going to be a shock that these kids were going and stuff. Um, but is that why we've got a family and why it now feels like there was, there's not actually much development or, or for this arc to actually go anymore? Because mainly your main thing was, right, I want to set up a family and I want to have them emotional and then after that, they're just there to shock people yeah. that I've actually killed them. I've killed the kids and I've killed another kid outside and I've killed her. Yeah. There was a little bit of that for me where I was like, I, I want to be shocked like that. But I also want to feel like it had a reason and it had an arc and a why and and and, and that's where it, all, it lost me with the characters because I started to feel like, yeah, Beth, you're fighting, but you're also occasionally starting to throw in lines and stuff when you're fighting back and stuff. You're starting to become this slightly different, like, at times, like, character, but you're also the pregnant one, so we'll feel sorry. So you've you've, you've made you pregnant. I, mean, I kind of forgot. So we can't... Well, that's what I mean. Like, it's, <laughs> it's hard to, But it's like, you've made him pregnant, so, oh, we're going to be worried about everything that could happen to you at certain scenes. A lot of things, but a lot of things that I also felt at the same time. I was like, these are very easy things to put into a film and go, that's why you're going to care about this character, because it's a kid or because you're pregnant. or, And and it was those things that I was like, I I like the ideas, but there's not there's nothing that's holding it together for me. There's nothing that's making me want to be like, oh, what's going to happen to this character or where are you going? It, it got to the point where I was kind of like, okay, Beth and that, let's just, let's just leave. <laughs> If we can leave, then yeah, go on and leave. Like let's just let's just get let's just get through that because I've seen enough of the deadites grabbing you and pulling you and ripping your skin and stuff like that. I want to know what's going to come next, and then it does pick up when we start to get towards the you know a little bit towards the the end. Um, but um, I'm just thinking there's one scene that we've kind of glossed past, which is probably the best. The eyeball. Uh, well, the, the I mean, whole the whole keyhole scene basically the yeah. eyeball keyhole. Um, I mean the 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 eyeball scene first was that for me felt classic Evil Dead, you know where um, I I don't even know his name comes, you know it's where she said do an eeny meeny miny mo, and then she runs out into the hallway when she sees the well they the don't dude. even know she's come back from the dead no they like, don't because all the people were there like standing over her yeah. like giving a they prayed a prayer for her, for her and like uh, he pops back in like holy shit yeah, <laughs> yeah. And then he you know he he bites her she bites the dude's eye out which was bogging. and then the 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 class bit was which felt awesome is where she coughed it back up and then spat it into the other guy's mouth yeah. uh, who then choked on it. I love that. It reminded me of... Um, oh, it's the fucking... It's the grossest scene I've ever watched. It gets me every time and it makes me feel so sick. But it's in uh, Brain Dead or Dead Alive, whichever one it's it's called. The whichever Peter you know it as. The Peter yeah, Jackson yeah. one. Where they're at the dinner table yeah. and somebody is like throwing up the stuff that makes them zombies and yeah. everyone's eating getting thrown into each other's mouths and it so gross <laughs> but it's so hilarious yeah and i ab- i cackled at this scene and i was hoping that this would be okay we've like set up and now we're gonna go full into the kind of the full bowls to the wall yeah yeah which i didn't that, feel like it unfortunately did that's and, what i mean it, it set up that stuff and it gave us the idea of a family and stuff like that and but that was the only thing it was like okay if you're not gonna pay that off then just go for it then just fucking go for it like do it you're giving us the gore but you're not giving us the rest of it i didn't like the what the other stuff i'm expecting to come 
And I do feel like they could have just gone full onto the Deadites getting really odd and gross with it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, I know. Throwing up blood and, and bits of bo- uh, bugs popping out when she starts to vomit up the black stuff like the daughter starts to. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I don't know if... Uh, I feel like horror... And maybe this horror stuff is just... Uh, desensitized me so much to this stuff I know for some people this will be absolutely bogging but uh, the I'm using your words you're using my words let um, it spread but the difference was like say between uh, in the remake because it felt serious therefore at least it had it had the tone that I literally felt like holy shit this is this is hard to watch because it's gone for it like made it feel more grounded yeah this I still didn't feel like it felt fully grounded but I also didn't feel like it felt fully campy so I was kind of in that bit between okay well you know I either want you to make me care and make me really feel the suffering yeah or I want you to make me go like oh that's fucking gross like keep doing more of that go over the top of it yeah and it still didn't feel over the top enough for me I wanted a bit more of it I can get that you know, vomiting, throwing up, the mum doing certain things. You know, it, it still felt like attacking and stuff like that. But, you know, like, there still wasn't, you know... I, I just keep thinking of the Evil Dead, like, when Linda and that again in the original, when, you know, they literally start to eyes bursting and yeah. like, literally, like, ripping the skin and out of it, maggots and stuff falling out of it and, and the skin turning different colours and them turning all weird shapes. Yeah. And, you know, that that's kind of what I wanted to start seeing. And uh, mum was doing such a good job that I was hoping that that's kind of where she we were going to start to go into that really like yeah really weird zone with it. And when the daughter started to get it and stuff like that, and she started throwing up the bugs and stuff, I was like, are we going to get really weird with this now? Because yeah. right now it feels like it feels like for some of us like like that have seen this stuff so much, you know, and seen some like Peter Jackson's Brain Dead is a great example of like yeah. that same kind of horror comedy that works so well. Um, but as I've seen so much, there is just a little bit of a been there, done that at times with some of these things, and and some he does. There are some really skillfully made parts in this. Film. Oh yeah, and there's like, some there's some great shots and it, yeah. You know. I I just it just didn't feel fully Evil Dead level of like you know that yeah. level of like what I would be expecting to say this is Evil Dead, and and again I and not just. Like the kids made it a little bit different because a lot of them, the other ones don't always go this way, but it still didn't separate me enough from like the big old possession films and stuff. Yeah, no, you know, no. like it was a gory, it, was, it could have just been like I said this to you, I said it in the spoiler filled one. It was, it felt more like Demons or Demons 2 in particular yeah. than it did for Evil Dead. And I, I'll say this, you know, the 2013 film as well. I just feel like it lacks that pizzazz of yeah. Of well, we said in the apart, we said in know? the twenty thirteen Evil Dead one, we were basically saying like if you removed like basically if you removed the Book of the Dead the way it looked, then basically you've got any other possession film. Yeah, you know, just apart a very gory one, possession. Film. Yeah, apart from one or two parts, you could basically have called that film another name, and people would have gone. Eh, it's kind of a little bit. It's got the idea, they'd say, oh, it's a little bit Evil Dead-esque, but they would also go, yeah, but it's not really the comedy tone of Evil Dead. And therefore they would have been quite happy to go, yeah, that's a different film. Yeah. And they wouldn't have even called it, they didn't even have to call it Evil Dead. And, you know, this one has a few more traits that I think bind it closer to the Evil Dead universe, definitely. Um, you know, the, 
you know, like I said about the recording and, and the way that they get that kind of stranded kind of yeah um, you know and, and some of that kind of level of like the blood and the gore and it brings in you know the chainsaw which always just has to be a chainsaw and yeah you know all those kind of it's but um, it definitely in that way it it still just it still didn't fully go there for me and yeah. I wish it did <laughs> I I just, I just want them. I just want one of the directors to just embrace the campiness a bit. Yeah, more. I, embrace the horror. Why not? Like, it, I don't know who watched Evil Dead as, uh, you know, who would watch Evil Dead when they were younger, and come out going, oh yeah, I want this to be more serious. It's like, come on, no, you want it to be, you want it to be that stupid level. You want it to be like Evil Dead Two kind of, you know, you know, balls to the wall, fucking crazy. It doesn't, yeah. it doesn't even have to be Ash. To do this, other people, other characters could be made to do. this. I think so. I just think, it, yeah, it just it it almost needs to put. I'm trying to think of it because it is it's plenty gory, and I I like a lot of the gore in this film. I think it's really well done. Um, towards the end, I was a bit like, there's there's kind of a lot of it, and it does get to the point where it's like, you know, with the so we get this this deformed kind of creature of the family all bound together which i thought was really cool i thought that's a nice addition yeah, I that was a nice twist goes into the you know goes into the wood chipper and <laughs> don't wrap it there and then i was like <laughs> no there's more goes into wood chipper. you went from we've created this creature to it goes into the wood chipper yeah <laughs> there is a whole section between that those two events yeah, there is a section there's the uh, whole set with the mum and the like um, the the two children like burrowing we're burrowing into, into you like we're burrowing back together into yeah. like a, a spawn of free like and it shows yeah. the creature in the necronomicon it shows in the net in the, the book of the dead and it's you know it's teased quite well as they're trying to drive away and it's you know it's not fully revealed until right until the end but then when it's in the wood chipper and it's spraying the blood everywhere it's kind of like yeah it's it's gory but I, the first time I watched The Evil Dead, like you were saying, even though the effects were, weren't there like this, I think, you know, it was stop motion. It was like these demons are getting, like, when they die, they set ablaze with this weird coloured fire and they almost, like, like melt away into greens and purples and, like, alien flesh almost, you yeah. know? And I feel like... Where's the yeah? The, where's the trippy twisted? Yeah, it feels like that. Where's that? Like where's that? Like we said before that there was a weird. By doing the remake, that the one thing as well that made me feel the tone was different was because it got weird. This odd sense of color that the original actually has. Like yeah, people act like it's a really dark and but it's actually quite a colorful film. Yeah, surprisingly. Um, and, and 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 it was also the the fact of like even then like with the original Evil Dead films or the remake. We've seen the showers of blood. We've seen the blood upon blood upon blood. Yeah, well, we've we've seen the the pipe in the second one. Yeah, exactly. showering blood. Yeah, and, and 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 just this big thing of blood, you know, doesn't and 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 there's something that didn't help about like, I don't know. For me, you know, um, from from the line that she says when she gets like when she's shooting, trying to shoot them with the shotgun, which is a line from. Uh, one of the one of the evil get, dead films. Come get some. Come get some. Yeah. yeah, come get some. Which again is just one of those lines that I just thought didn't work. Like just didn't work. And I, I also didn't. It, it feels a bit like okay, so you've got yourself a shotgun and you get yourself a chainsaw. And 
I don't. It, that to me just felt like so. There's nothing new here. This franchise has to be shotguns and and you know it has to be chainsaws and yeah. You know just because Ash is the one that uses yeah. those things, um, I, I I that that just made me feel like a bit like that. And then and then the whole idea of like like we said about the character arc and stuff like that. I didn't get much from that kind of the creature getting dragged into there because one because it now become a creature form. It, it no longer felt like it had the same emotional impact it might have had if it was just one of them trying to have to do that. I quite liked them it. That way. Yeah. I liked the creature. I mean, I just it's just the whole wood chipper and her trying to do it and talking to her while she was still like ahead I, of something. I, I that had like a little that, yeah. bit of a funniness to it. I like that. My, well, I, one thing I did like, um, I know a lot of people who, who were fans of the, um, of the 2013 film they really liked Mia. Um, I what well, I didn't really, I I did I said this in the episode. I wasn't a massive. I didn't dislike Mia, but I felt like she wasn't the protagonist of the film. I felt David was. Yeah. Um. I I actually thought that Beth was, a a, a decent enough final girl. You know. I think that she. Yeah. I think that they made the good choice of having Beth be the main character as opposed to when they had Mia be possessed and just come back and almost def- I I said in it yeah I get that she's defeating her literal demons you know yeah uh, but it felt undeserved whereas in this film at least we had a pro- you know a protagonist from through the whole film yeah you know I kind of felt that because I wasn't sure oh was the mum gonna become unpossessed now or you know what's going yeah on you start to wonder whether they were going to mess the, which is so a light because as we said in the remake they kind of messed with the rules of the original because yeah. they, they kind of had me come out of it and things like that which in the original ones it's kind of pretty much permanent once well you die, i mean ash was ash is kind of able to a bit it's a bit it's yeah it's fast and loose with what can and what can, can happen, and can't you know? yeah and I, that's okay. I kind of like the fact just... that certain people were like once you've got it you're kind of fucked like you're gone, yeah you're taken um ash is an exception i think <laughs> in anything um and yeah in the remake I liked the actress and the actress's performance. Yeah, I'm, but the character itself, the character itself would almost fall into what I said earlier, which is basically that her drug addiction was basically the character, unfortunately, instead yeah. of there being much more to it. Because, and that's because we didn't get any time to actually learn the rest. So then, when we say that Mia should be the one continuing the franchise, it starts to be a bit like, oh, should she? Because we don't really know her. Yeah, <laughs> you know, we don't know what she's actually like, and she, you know, she could be a lovely person in a bad situation, or she could be. An absolute hoback. <laughs> hoback. Yes. <laughs> Coined term hoback. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, so there is one thing that I was thinking that we touched that we both mentioned in the spoiler free that we haven't actually talked about, um, and it's the fact that we have. So we have those characters, and we do say that their characters I feel a little bit wasted, a little bit like not fully developed yeah. maybe the character and it's one part that's many kind of hold a glue at some points to the story and it's kind of where it starts to feel a little bit as well as that kind of numbness is one thing um, another slightly disappointing thing I think though was the fact that we had these side characters that also kind of felt like they were 
they were just cannon fodder. They were just brought in and like although they set up some little fun things like the eyeball and the, the keyhole scene which is great when we you know we see the younger brother get like thrown it like dragged yeah. off and thrown against the wall and we see the guy we don't really see the guy with him who's chomping on them uh, or cigars yeah. or whatever we don't really see his very clearly um yeah so then you just start to get the feeling that we're just left with those guys, yeah, we're uh, we're just left with the gut with our our characters, and that we've got we've got almost you know nowhere else to really like. There's no one else really to take over now. We're left with that, which does then obviously it is it is getting now to the third act, and it is like that point. But that bit just feels so quick. It like it literally feels like oh my god, like. Oh, that's really cool, and then you're like, oh, "Wait, <laughs> wait, no, come back," because I kind of want other people to either get possessed or attacked, or, yeah, or I want some slower deaths from some of you guys. I don't just want it to be like a quick, like hallway massacre, like it is in this, yeah, this scene. It's, it's kind of a bittersweet thing because it's it's halfway. I would say it's about halfway through the film. Um, I think we have that happens, and then uh, then Bridget gets possessed. Yeah, and then we read a they you know uh, Beth listens to it, and then I would say that sets up the third act. So I'd say it's kind of like halfway through the second act, and it definitely, it kind of like I said, it's a really cool scene. It kind of raises the stakes a bit, mm. and but then it's kind of after where I feel like the pacing becomes kind of a bit of an issue because we have you know we have the scene where. Um, we have the scene where my brain's gone, where Bridget kills Dan, and yeah. then it's kind of like, oh, we just got to get out of here now, you know. Yeah. As opposed to the pe- what I thought or what I was hoping it was going to be, where like people turn one at a time, and maybe there's time in between the turning yeah. for characters to play out and develop, as opposed to Bridget turns very quick. And then Dan turns very quick, and then it's oh, we just need to get out of here. Yeah, know? I mean, like the Dan one, we don't really even get to properly see that much. Yeah, He's kind of dead, and then he just kind of comes, and we see him come back out into the hallway, kind of thing. Yeah, and we see some of the others start to come back alive. Yes, later on, but these are only basically like they're not even coming back alive like they can even move properly. They're coming back alive like they're just like I'm dead on the ground, but I can talk to you. Yeah, which again is like, well, if, you know, if you're alive like that, then why can't you get up and start doing? Yeah. Stuff, no. I liked how I liked how the mum I liked how the ones that were a bit more like fluid in their movement, like the mum was moving more, Bridget was moving more. I like the like the mum had that weird ass deformed walk going on. Yeah. I like that they had that as opposed to just like a bit of a normal Yeah. Walk. But but yeah, so uh, these extra side characters, it, it it just it just it does start to feel a bit like like you said it is about halfway through the film, and you suddenly start to feel like oh actually that was quite quick yeah and then it, it like and also this I guess this is also the point when you're kind of thinking a little bit to yourself like um, are they actually going to do anything to the other kids if not where have we got to go now yeah and you start to get that feeling and then yes the kids go and the Bridget part turns out to be quite you know interesting but this is the point when it, it starts to feel a little bit far between because we also start to get a lot of this is a lot of there's a lot in between of that I felt like of a lot of like okay you're going to go over there you're going to check the door you're going to do this you're gonna... yeah I think and, I was agree and, and it was just a bit like 
it feels like we're just going in circles here a little bit. Like it feels like we've just gone back to square one with Bridget now turning into it. And although yeah. she has some really awesome set pieces, it does just start to feel like right now Bridget's was there, so now you're gonna try and get her out or get rid of her and now you've attacked her and, and now we're starting to feel a little bit like like I'm repeating myself a little bit. Yeah, I feel a load and there's differences and there are some set pieces that nicely break these up. Um, you know, you know, like when Beth is listening to the music and we have the crawling through the vents and all that kind of thing. You know, nice set pieces, but it does start to feel a little bit right. You've you've attacked it, you've killed it. She's down. She's tied it. Okay, she's back up again. Yeah. The other ones, the mums. That okay, now the mums back inside again. Okay, now we're think, now we're out into the hole. Right now you're getting attacked again. You're being grabbed by these guys. You're trying to get out for some reason. No one can fucking open this door, which starts to feel a yeah. bit like really. And then there's the whole talk earlier about the shotgun with the door, but she shoots. Beth and stuff like that with a shotgun, but she never she tries to it, shotgun yeah. the door. Yeah. So it, like, I was there like, why are you going in the elevator? Shotgun the fucking door. I want it. And and because it was teased so much about this fire escape and it being like, going it being rainy and you yeah. saw what it was like outside. I was really like, I want to know what's in that room. You keep saying about eighty five being this thing, so I kept thinking that was being played up as this really like again like shining kind of what's in this room. Yeah. I feel like there's going to be something fucked up in this room. Um, or, or not Or you said it's empty, or maybe it's not empty. Maybe someone is, a body still in there, yeah. or some weird ass shit. Or we've got to take the, you know, we've got to take the fight outside onto the yeah. roof or something. Or onto like the fight. It's also why I thought that that guy, the guy that said about the fire escape, I thought we were going to get a point when he actually got through the door. Instead of being off quickly, I thought, yeah. and obviously he got the awesome eyeball, but still... I thought we were gonna get something like awesome, like on a fu- like a fire yeah. escape, or like where he's trying to escape and he's not gonna be allowed to escape. Yeah, you know, so get a little bit more, and I guess that might define the budget that they have. Maybe. That's why they've had to be like, no, okay, we can't afford to do some awesome scene like that, so we're gonna bring them back in. But it started to be like, okay, so you've got nowhere to go now. You haven't, you've walked away from the door that a second ago yeah. looked like you were gonna try that shotgun on, and said so now you've gone to the elevator, which seems like a terrible fucking idea, which leads to an awesome bloody elevator scene. Yeah. It's very cool, very shining, and the weight cool. of it, you know. And yes, it, yeah, it, it felt like the shining. And um, I like when they were chanting, you know, dead. Everybody's got to be dead by dawn. Yeah. It felt very because I'm sure they used the same line in the first Evil Dead. That felt very kind of true to the Deadites and how they kind of mock people and yeah. stuff like that. I, I I like that scene, and I like when they were they were trapped in the elevator. It was it was a cool scene. Um, and, yeah, and then we have touched upon the where it goes with the wood chipper and the things like that. Yeah. Um, but this is also another point for me where it was getting towards the end of the film. I was wondering where they were going with it. It wasn't maybe quite as interesting as where I was hoping. I thought the, yeah. the bloody elevator was awesome and coming out to there. And I liked the creature. Uh, but then again, it just started to feel like, right, we're just getting used to you getting chased around again and you're moving around again. And I also, I honestly didn't feel that. I didn't feel that much tension. I got no. I don't feel like, um, although the gore, you know, some spectacular parts, some great practical effects, really cool in that way. Um, one thing I do know that I've, I have seen a few people saying that although it works really well in this way, it, it, it's not hugely suspenseful or scary like it could be. Yeah. And I, I feel that I agree that... I didn't feel that, like, suspense there. I didn't feel that, you know... I, w- I was hoping that I'd feel a little bit more, but I don't know. Because of the way the film had played out, I kind of felt like I knew where we were going with this now. You've got a shotgun, there's a chainsaw over there, 
okay, we know where we're going with this now. Yeah. That was earlier, and you see that those both both those things kind of earlier in the scene. So it's kind of like, okay, it's, you know, it I, it was a little bit for an hour and a half film to, for me to feel like I get to the point. <laughs> yeah, which was weird. It was weird for me to feel that because I feel like I wouldn't normally feel that way, but I was a little bit. Maybe it's just the way I'm feeling today. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe I mean, but, I... Uh, but there was just that little part of me that was like, I guess at that point I was like, I can, I okay, I see where that's going now. Um, the wood chip has already been set up. Yeah, you know all of these things, and you know I, I, you guys are getting out of this. I don't believe that that's where we're going with this ending, and yeah. it wasn't where we were going with this ending. Beth and her do get away, so you know it was just a little bit, and I, I think this is the film. But I got I got to say with the fact that you know we both walked in, and it's not like I'm coming in with high expectations, and I'm saying like I'm disappointed because of that. Yeah. Um, we both came in with pretty low... I came in with low expectations. I went, I went in with okay expectations, I, you know. I didn't feel much for what it's going. So some things upped it, and then some things kind of leveled it out for me, where at the point where it just... It feels like a very mixed bag kind of film for me, you know. I but, agree. You know, but, you know, it's hard to say, because I say with a remake, you know, and I say that I prefer that. I think I prefer that because it has a more cohesive kind of overall arc and story and in some ways even if it is you know linked in it's more serious in tone than this one is um but at, you know at, at the same time you know and i remember the first time i watched that and i wasn't disappointed at all in fact i loved it the first time yeah, I saw the same. remake uh but then i hadn't ventured into the world of evil dead I, yeah the remake i saw before i'd seen any of the rest of it so you know that was you know that changes your perspective. I think on what the franchise is. Once you've seen the original film, you start to go well, or or the following sequels, you start to go well. I guess that's what the franchise is, and then you start to look at the remake now, and then you look at this one and go, you know, I guess it, it it's hard when you keep hearing people praising this film for being such a good Evil Dead sequel, and being so like true to the like I've, all I've heard is stuff how true it is to the evil dead and things like that and 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 I've tried to take it as its film in its own right and as its film is its own right it, it's just it's it's good it's enjoyable there's definitely gore and fun to be had and it, but at the same time it's like it's nothing that's revolutionising it to me and there's nothing that's not I haven't seen before in a lot of things yeah and I haven't you know it, it hasn't shown me anything new but the more disappointing part is it also hasn't shown me the Evil Dead sequel I wanted to see. Yeah, I think... In a lot of ways. I mean, for me to summarise is... I think if you were a massive fan of the 2013 remake slash sequel, I think you will... You'll love this film. I think it follows a lot more in that serious tone. Yeah. And I think if you are more like me, where... I love the Sam Raimi, you know, uh, I love the wackiness, I love the campiness, I love the the more horror comedy. I find it hard to detach that from Evil Dead and what I often I often find is with even with, you know, uh the the 2013 remake, whilst I think that the they're well made and they're creepy and the kind of you know the the gore is is pretty good it's really good in some moments it feels like it it's just lacks the pizzazz and it lacks the fun and it lacks the chemistry that makes evil dead what it is 
I think like this like I said if this was Demons as a remake or Demons 2 even <laughs> then I would be like yeah, it's a good Demons film you know yeah. but it, it kind of lacks the it lacks the wackiness and it lacks something that sets it apart whereas I feel like this film for me yeah. whilst being really bloody and quite gory it just feel, felt a bit generic unfortunately you know yeah that, that's that's exactly evil dead is you know evil dead is that kind of mixture of black comedy with that kind of odd kind of twisted kind of horror yeah you know and it's what it is like you're saying it's exactly what sets it apart and if we just start to say that it needs if we start to make it more serious in tone then my problem is what separates it from a million other possession films out there which also have some of them also have a lot of gore and a lot of foreign ones which have a lot yeah. of the same elements like you've said with like demons and stuff like that, that came along before this what makes this film different than any other one out there you know what this film reminded me of it reminded me of do you remember the sadness we watched it um, oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah the uh, yeah, yeah, yeah you know was... that was a good film, but it was fa- it was kind of similar. It was people getting taken over by, I I can't remember exactly what it was, and it's just hyper gory and it I was. Think it, that was more virus based, wasn't it? it was, yeah, that was virus based. But, but yeah, but in the same aspect of that, you know, it's kind of yeah, it felt very similar to something like that as opposed to Evil Dead to me. I mean, if yeah. if, if I'm sure people love this, I've seen some people. Uh, raving about it you know on letterboxd people are, are really digging it and that's, uh, that's that's cool you do you you, are, you do you <laughs> king or queen but for me like i i think i i'm too much into the like ash versus evil dead is is peak evil dead for me i'm too much into that that i i struggle to enjoy these as evil dead films like i lo- i think it's a good film I'm, yeah, I'm not in a rush to watch it, it, it. There are some aspects that definitely are Evil Dead. Oh, yeah, of course. You know, uh, the reading of the book from the original and the way the mum acts and the way that um, Bernadette yeah. acts. Bridget. Bridget, I mean, not yeah. Bernadette. Uh, Bridget acts when they, like, get taken over and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah, absolutely. I can feel that that's Evil Dead. Um, but again, like, once you get past those, and because they sometimes don't take it to that next level. Yeah. Of that that evil dead next level which to me is when they start to get really weird really start to look even worse even more decomposed even more you know really fucked up kind of levels of what is going on with you what the hell is happening really over the top really like make someone think they're fucking high as fuck yeah (laughs) and they're they're in the middle of this you know um and it's just that i I just want i want to see that extra level where it the ending to me shouldn't have been this whole in the garage thing. Like, if we're going to commit to the apartment mainly, then let's just let it get to the final kind of like they're in the hall, they start combining into this thing, but they get even weirder with it. You know, more monstrous, more yeah. weird, more more flesh, more exploding body. You know, like sores building on their bodies and bursting, and you know, yeah. Let's get it fucking gross. Let's make it proper gross. Let's not just make it kind of. Cr- creepy let's make it gross gross yeah that's why it should be to me and it just it never crossed that line of gross <laughs> yeah no i i agree man um but you know uh i hope that whoever has listened to this episode has enjoyed it um you know 
I know we've been we've been uh, slightly down on the film, but like we have said, there are positives that we do enjoy. Um, if people love this film, then they're allowed to. You know, <laughs> how boring would it be if we all agreed on everything? <laughs> we don't hate we it. We don't even agree on things all the yeah, time. We um, don't hate it. Though. No, we don't hate it. It's a good film. I would recommend going to watch it. Always support you know horror yeah. in the cinema. It's just not a. Re- I just don't think it's a rewatch. Like yeah, I, just, I won't be in a. I personally won't be in a rush to rewatch it. Um, but we hope that you enjoy the film. Um, come and let us know what you think of Evil Dead Rise. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at CMTH Podcast. Uh, please remember to hit the subscribe button so you get new episodes as soon as they are cooked up. And please leave us a lovely review. It really does help. And we will see you shortly. Take care. Don't read from any weird books or play any weird vinyls you see. And bye-bye. <laughs>